We got a lot going on tonight, guys. Welcome, Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. That's just one of the small matches on Backlash tonight. Let's talk a little bit more about what's going on. We've got WrestleMania Backlash brought to you here live. AJ Styles versus Edge, the rematch from WrestleMania. Edge and his dark brooding group, The Judgment Day. We also, in other action, have the women's championship match being contested in a rematch in an I Quit match. One of these ladies is going to tap out. And finally, we also have Cody Rhodes making his debut last month. And he's going to go part two against Seth freaking Rollins. And in the main event, we've got tag title for tag title. Winner takes all. RK Bro versus The Usos. And that's going to go down here any minute. But there's a quick caveat to that. They are going to be joined by none other than Roman Reigns, the head of the table, and Drew McIntyre to join the fray for this winner-take-all backlash. Big-time tag match to winner-takes-all the titles all on the line. A lot of speculation what's going to happen here. I'm your host, Brian the Hype Ballard, and we are going to go over the results and the thoughts for WWE Backlash here on Tap Out Talk. Like I always like to say in the beginning, let's get in. So what we want to start out with, we opened up the night with Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Now the match of this, Cody made his illustrious comeback last month at WrestleMania as the surprise opponent handpicked by Mr. McMahon. We never got an understanding of why Vince McMahon handpicked him. Hmm, maybe that'll be in the future. So now we have Seth Rollins who's claiming it wasn't a fair fight because he didn't have a chance to prepare for Cody Rhodes. As after he welcomed him back to the big leagues. So, we got these guys going out for part two. And with Cody Rhodes winning the first match at Mania, he agrees to give Seth a second match. The two in the match have a feeling out process. And early in the moments, Rollins did some trash talking. Rollins then smacked the back of Cody Rhodes' head and then fired up Rhodes. And then Rhodes chased Rollins to the outside but was caught with a clothesline. Boom! It was brought up how Rhodes had ring rust when he returned to the WWE at WrestleMania 38. So it's an interesting note, right? Jimmy Smith, who I believe it is, is one of the announcers. Uh, he said that Cody Rhodes hasn't been wrestling for six years. Where is he getting that at? Because uh, there's other stuff going on in the world, right? So Cody Rhodes has been wrestling for six years. We all know that. It's funny how the WWE just refuses to acknowledge that. It's kind of a joke. But ultimately, he hasn't wrestled in the WWE. But no, he's been wrestling in the biggest competitor of WWE. And he has been also one of the figureheads in that company. So, Cody decided to come back to the WWE. And I do like how they're pushing him so far. My plan, I always said, is, is what's the plan in six months from now? What is the plan? Six months. I think Cody should win the Royal Rumble next year. Or even Money in the Bank. Heck, I think it needs to be something big. Maybe he's the guy to dethrone Roman. Who knows? But it's got to be something big because the WWE badly needs a star. In the meantime, we're going to get Seth Rollins. And these two, they have a similar style that I'm enjoying. I enjoy their first match. I'm enjoying the second match. So let's continue back to the action. Rhodes tried to make a comeback, but unfortunately it was thwarted. 
as they get to the outside of the ring, he went for a disaster kick. Rollins tossed Rhodes into the barricade and then threw him back into the ring. Rhodes gained some momentum with a superplex, but then two exchange chops. Cody Rhodes then was hit. But, uh, Rhodes then hit the Cody cutter, but Rollins kicked out. Both countered pedigree attempts, and then Rollins got a near fall with a falcon arrow. The crowd chanted, start with, with the overall famous, this is awesome, this is awesome. Rollins hit a frog splash way from the top of the ropes, but Rhodes kicked out. Rhodes managed to hit a crossroads on him. Now we're thinking it's over, but Rollins got his foot on the rope. Otherwise, it would have been no, done. Rhodes missed a moonsault, and Rollins then hit a pedigree, but Rhodes kicked out. What do you got to do to win this match? Well, Rollins started mocking Rhodes with the Dusty the Ro uh, Dusty Rhodes punches and the kicks and the elbow, and Rollins countered with another crossroads and a roll-up. Rollins grabbed the tights on the roll-up, but Rhodes was able to reverse the roll-up, and he held the tights on his own and held Rollins' tights for a score fall. One, two, three, and the pinfall. The winner, and now 2-0 in his WWE return, that nightmare, Cody Rhodes. So, we see in this one that um, he is 2-0, and, oh, and this isn't bad for Seth. Seth is going to make the argument this week that his Cody cheated, and he pulled the tights to win the match. Even though he did that himself, he should be allowed to do that, right? But then it didn't work out his way, so that's why it's not a big deal. So, that's going to be your storyline going on in advancing this feud a little bit. Um, right now, they're two for two in my book, so I'd say keep this match coming. It was a great match to open up the crowd with, and I like the way they started this out. Okay, so up next, we have a big man match, and, you know, we like to, these are good if they can be kept short, right? So we got Bobby Lashley, right? We have the ultimate Bobby Lashley. And so in this matchup versus Amos, we got Amos, who is now on the side of none other than... MVP. MVP is now partnered up with Amos, and he betrayed Bobby Lashley. So this one was quick, guys. Lashley went right after Amos, but then MVP got up on the apron, and Amos gained control with a big boot. Lashley was sent to the outside in the ring, and MVP started trash talking. Amos charged at Lashley, but missed, and Lashley started to make a comeback. Lashley got Amos tied up in the ropes, but took advantage with a series of punches. MVP used this cane to try to free Amos. Lashley got a the hurt lock on Amos once again, but Amos fell to his knee and then it backed Lashley into the corner. Lashley went for a spear, but it was sent into the ring post instead by a quick move by Amos. MVP hit Lashley with his cane when the referee wasn't looking and then Amos picked him up and hit the victory with the tree slam from way above the seven foot frame of Amos. So after the pinfall, we've got a very decisive victory and they are tied at one. Lashley got a win at Mania and Amos with his new manager and mouthpiece got a tie here at Backlash. So what I'm going to say is uh, I like where it's going. This was a short match. It was quick. It did its job. It didn't overstay its welcome. That's kind of a theme of the pay-per-view tonight. And I'll talk about that a little bit at the end. So we have Amos, who a lot of you guys either love or you hate him. The WWE's building this man up right. Give him a couple years. 
Um, they paired him up with AJ Styles to kind of help him along in his WWE onboarding, right? So they paired him up with him, hit him behind the talent of Styles, gave Styles something to do in the meantime while he's not in the title picture. And now you're seeing almost break away, but you know what? We find out he doesn't have really good mic skills, so what do you do? You give him MVP, who doesn't really need Lashley anymore. So, at the end of the day, almost MVP. Let's see what we can be and what we can do with these guys. We then go on to our next matchup, all right? And that matchup is going to be AJ Styles versus Edge. So, Edge got this win over AJ at WrestleMania last year. And this was huge, right? Because he got the win and he did it though by turning heel and joining and aligning with Damian Priest and having a new faction of mentees that he's uh, mentoring called Judgment Day. Damian Priest was banned from ringside for this one. So Styles went after Edge uh, right after the match started. Edge quickly retreated to the outside, but Styles stayed after him. Styles hit a springboard moonsault and Edge um, on the on the overall edge on the outside, Edge went for a phenomenal forearm, but Edge caught him with a drop kick to the bad shoulder. Edge then sent Styles to the ring post and then the steel steps. Um, we look here, Styles started to make a comeback a little bit and got the calf crusher on Edge, but he was able to reach the rope. Big theme tonight, reaching the rope. Um, maybe the WWE is at the end of their rope with some of the stuff, right? Never know. Uh, Edge exposed the middle turnbuckle, and he ended up being sent into it. Styles rolled up Edge, but Edge was able to kick out. With one good arm, Styles hit the Styles Clash, and Edge kicked out. Styles went to the top rope, and Priest arrived at the by the ramp. Finn Balor ran down to the ringside. Good old Finn. We love Finn Balor. Ran to the ringside and attacked Priest. And then a mystery person then knocked Styles off the top rope, all masked up and hooded. And Edge applied a sleeper hold submission. Styles passed out, and Edge was declared the winner. Edge is now 2-0 in their WrestleMania matches and this one now. After the match, we got a re revelation. We got revealed this person is now unmasked and is shown to be Rhea Ripley. Guys, I like the Rhea Ripley joining this faction. I like what Edge is doing. Edge is becoming relevant again. We all know he's older and he's trying to still wrestle, but he's giving back to the business, okay? He's taking Damian Priest and he's taking Rhea Ripley under his wing. And those are two stars that Edge, mark my words, is going to end up help making. Okay, he's doing his own version of the brood, if you will, right? And he sees talent in these guys, and he's not going to let the WWE bury them. So I applaud Edge for being a great locker room guy and Hall of Famer and says, let me get these two wrestlers that are young that I can groove and we'll create this goth house of... They're basically doing the House of Darkness, right? Um, but Judgment Day is what they're calling themselves. So... Uh, kudos to them, and I am enjoying the work that they are doing. So, um, hey, real quick, I just want to tell you guys thank you so much on the channel, you know, for the likes, shares, and subscribes, like we always say. But um, I appreciate each and every one of you guys, and you guys really brought in WrestleMania season, helped bump me up over, you know, and some subscribers. So, 
Um, I appreciate you guys. You'll never know how much that means to me. Uh, it gives me, you know, the heart to go on and do this even more. So, all right, thank you for that. Let's go on. All right, so in this one, you guys guessed it right here. We had Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey in an I Quit match. And the end result, Ronda Rousey took the championship for the SmackDown Women's title. So, Rousey took Charlotte down with a knee in the beginning, early in the moments, but then Charlotte dropped Rousey with a clothesline. Rousey hit, was then hit with a German suplex. Rousey recovered and went for an armbar, but Charlotte rolled to the outside of the ring. The two fought on the outside of the ring. Charlotte hit a big boot, and Rousey was asked by the referee if she wanted to quit. Charlotte pulled out a kendo stick from under the ring, and Rousey um, apprehended it. Charlotte ran backstage and grabbed two more kendo sticks. It's like almost like a hardcore match at this point instead of an I quit match. Rousey got the sticks and used them on Charlotte. Charlotte said, hell no, when asked if she was going to quit. The fight went into the crowd later on, and it went back to ringside as the fans chanted, we want tables. This definitely has turned into a hardcore match, right? Charlotte powerbombed Rousey onto the barricade and then started slapping Rousey around. Rousey got fired up, but Charlotte raked the eyes, and he sent Rousey right into the ring post. Rousey uh, basically applied an arm bar on the apron, and Charlotte did not quit, and that thing looked brutal. She was laying there as her arm was just being bent back while she was hanging off of the ring. Um, back in the ring, though, Charlotte hit a natural selection on a steel chair, and Rousey, Ronda Rousey would just not quit. Charlotte applied the figure eight, but Rousey used the chair to escape the figure eight. And then, at that point, Charlotte taunted Rousey by having her say, Happy Mother's Day, and she kept saying that to her. But Rousey then applied an arm chair. Um, basically, it's an arm bar assisted, an arm chair, right? So it's an arm bar assisted with a chair, and Charlotte quit. Uh, and with a tap out and then said I quit um, and Rousey is now the new champion so uh, this match is the second match it wasn't bad it was a decent match um, the Wrestlemania match was at first and now we got a stipulation of an I quit I think this is going to get a rubber match a third one right because they're tied at one um, I'm calling it right now Hell in the Cell next month Rousey Flair be there that's where it's going to be at and we're going to have a little bit of a cool-down match. So our next match is going to be Happy Corbin versus Mad Cap Moss. And what I want you guys to realize is this was another short match. This was a few that's been coming happening. This, these guys have broken up after WrestleMania. And with Moss playing the good guy here and then uh, Corbin playing the bad guy. So Moss had a... A hot start, but Corbin caught him with a choke slam. The match went to the outside of the ring, and Corbin sent Moss to the ring post. Back in the ring then, Corbin taunted the fans as he worked over Moss, and Moss made a comeback and hit a fallaway slam on Corbin, but kicked out. Uh, Corbin came back with a deep six, and Moss kicked out. Moss picked up the victory with a sunset flip in a very Moss-like style. I'll be interested to see if Moss actually changes up his attire now that he's completely broken free of Baron Corbin. I don't know if this match needs to have any more matches, to be honest. Um, you know, when you look past Moss, he's not a bad wrestler, but we got to get rid of this goofy gimmick of his with the joke telling and 
being the you know the bad the bad dad jokes going on. So that is the main matches so far, and now we're gonna get ready for our main event. So let's get in. And in our main event, we have winner takes all for the tag team titles. Drew McIntyre and RK Bro versus The Bloodline, Roman Reigns and The Usos. Alright, so this was the main event. Um, I will say, this pay-per-view tonight, to me, it felt like Monday Night Raw. But when I say that, I feel like it was Monday Night Raw. With six matches, right? It, you know, it didn't overstay its welcome. But yeah, it was Monday Night Raw. That was a good Monday Night Raw. It didn't overstay its welcome. It didn't overcrowd. They had a nice, even flow of six matches, and it was over. Was there anything major happening on tonight's show? No. But there was enough just to kind of have you casually watch. It's a B, C show. B level, C level show. But let's go to the main event and talk about it. Okay, this was a necessary thing that needed to happen. I like what they did here. So, there was um, a Randy chant at the match got started. Uh, McIntyre wanted Reigns. He's been going after him. You can tell that's going to be the next opponent for Roman. And he wanted him to tag in. Reigns did. And then, however, talking to Heyman, Reigns tagged right back out, saying he runs the decisions and not him. The Usos gained the upper hand on Riddle and worked him over. Reigns tagged in for a few minutes and continued to assault on Riddle before tagging back out. The Usos were taken down, and Reigns was tagged back in. But Riddle was able to tag McIntyre. Reigns was forced to go at it with McIntyre, and the two of us traded blows. And with Jay's help, Reigns was able to take advantage. With McIntyre down, Reigns gloated, and he held up his championship in the ring. McIntyre ended up catching Reigns with a Claymore. McIntyre was able to tag Orton. Orton hit an RKO to Reigns and then an RKO to Jimmy. However, Jay was able to break up the pen. Riddle then tagged in and hit a floating bro on Jay, uh, to Jay, but Jay kicked out. The crowd started with this, this is awesome chant again. From start to beginning, they got it in both the beginning and the last match. Orton went after Jimmy on the outside, but then it got... Hit with a Superman punch. McIntyre sent Reigns into the steel steps, cleared the announcer's table. Jimmy helped Reigns, and then Reigns slammed McIntyre through the table. Back in the ring, meanwhile, Riddle is hit with an avalanche, hit an avalanche RKO on Jay, but then Roman Reigns pinned Riddle with a spear. Ooh, ah. And then he scored the victory. One, two, three. I knew he would be there for that. This is a great rub for Riddle. Riddle is in a match, a championship main event match at Backlash with all champions, right? All guys that are in this main event scene. You got Randy Orton, future Hall of Famer. You got Roman Reigns, who will be right there. You got Jimmy and Jey Uso, who are the top tag teams in the world. And then you got... Drew McIntyre, who is another just elite main event talent, right? So Riddle, this was good for him. We knew he was there to take the pin. That was the whole point of your job tonight was to take the pin. And he took the pin from Roman. Roman looks dominant. He's still dominant. But guess what? 
now they have all the gold and silver they have all the titles are unified and the bloodline runs the show um i like this because it was necessary we got to get these titles merged roman started it at mania merging championships the universe the wwe universal champion uh the world championship and then now you got the two tag titles getting merged with the usos it's good that the bloodlines carrying all these um, throw those other tag titles and throw the other titles away, right? Throw the universal title away. We want the WWE Championship, and we want a WWE Tag Team titles. And let's redesign the belts a little bit. So, all in all, like I said, guys, it was a good show tonight. Um, it was necessary. It was a very good Monday Night Raw that didn't overstay its welcome. Six matches were very easy to watch, and I don't feel like any match overstayed and overstepped. I felt like even the ones like Amos and Madcap Moss matches, right? They were very quick and efficient. While they gave more time to Ronda Rousey. And they gave more time to Flair. And they gave more time to the main event with the Bloodline. So guys, that's my take. But let's hear about yours. Maybe in the comments down below or hit me up on Twitter. Either way, um, I enjoyed the show. And I always enjoy my time with you guys. But it's not, see you later. It's not goodbye. It's just... Game over.